So yesterday morning we touched on um, so-called political noise flow and how this is impacting on local markets. With the RAND uh, continuing uh, that sell-off in yesterday's session, what were the main catalysts for yesterday's sell-off, Yana? So, Sakina, there's plenty going on in the markets right now in terms of of political developments, uh, so-called political noise flow. And what we saw yesterday morning early in the session is that there were plenty jitters in the markets ahead of of President Zuma releasing uh, the report on the feasibility of free higher education. And the rand um, depreciated to levels just below 14 rand 60 against the dollar just prior to that release. Um, Once that report was released, uh, we did see the market take a bit of a breather because the the details contained therein suggest that the government or, or the, the, the Commission of Inquiry, um, they suggest that uh, South Africa simply cannot afford uh, providing outright free tertiary education at this point in time. And there are some suggestions um, in terms of, of how government can su- provide support to students um, in terms of, of tertiary education, such as uh, you know giving government-backed loans um, to help students finance uh, their, their studies. But in order for something like that to, to ultimately happen, you need to get South African banks on board. And, you know, given the fact that the fiscus is already as, as stretched, stretched as it is uh, right now, something like that um, might not be, be feasible in the current environment. And again, you know, there are so many, many issues that need to be resolved in order for something like free education to become feasible. Uh, for example, we need economic reforms um, that are required to kickstart economic growth that can generate more revenues. And of course, then government really needs to clamp down on corruption and wasteful spending. Um, there, there might be ways to, to, to provide uh, additional financial support to students if, if government really um, takes a harsher stance against corruption and then fr- you know, find resources that are being wasted and spend it better. And another example of our resources are, are not being well spent is the way that, that good money is being thrown after um, state-owned entities such as South African Airways. Um, ESCOM is another example, and that, that brings us to the next point. Um, ESCOM, another, like, uh, element that's on the radar, uh, rumors yesterday that, you know, ESCOM is essentially broke, and this is another major risk to the fiscus, and the finance minister also pointed out um, how ESCOM's finances is a major risk to South Africa's budget standing when you delivered the medium-term budget last month. So we've got... Um, the main theme at this point in time is still how political dynamics and political developments are impacting on South Africa's fiscus. And in the session uh, today, uh, the markets will be keeping an eye on, on the outcome of um, the special uh, National Executive Committee meeting that was held over the weekend, and their clarity will be sought on branch nominations ahead of the December leadership conference. And all in all, just to say that the situation, the political situation is particularly fragile and the RAND is expected to remain quite vulnerable uh, against this backdrop in the near term. And then, Yana, on the international markets, Brent crude has recently pulled back off those multi-year highs. But what does that current oil market dynamic mean for South African consumers? So, uh, Sakina, it's, it's definitely... Uh, Good thing that we've seen oil uh, pull back off those highs. It, it traded to levels as high as uh, almost $65 a, a barrel 
earlier this month, and it's now back at around uh, $63 a barrel. And it seems as though the market is now comfortably priced in the prospects for OPEC to extend their, their oil uh, production cuts probably until the end of next year. Um, so some clarity around that will be sought when, when they meet later this month for um, their biannual meeting. And another factor that also drove oil higher was ge- geopolitical development. So that's providing a bit of a flaw. But with the strong rally that we did see, um, we've also now seen signs of uh, have emerged that the U.S. has started to ramp up production again. And this has helped put a cap on, on how far oil prices can rally. Now, what it means for South African consumers, um, unfortunately, this strong rally in the oil price has, has materialized at a time where the rand has been selling off, as we've discussed quite extensively in the past. And yesterday and this morning, and this rand weakness in conjunction with higher oil prices uh, suggests that the fuel price could rise by as much as 70 cents a litre next month. Now, that's a, that's a very significant price increase, and that comes on top of, of um, price increases that we've seen in recent months on the back of, of uh, you know, gradually rising um, oil prices. And if we do see uh, that 70 cents a litre increase next month, it would take the price of, of 95 reef petrol to a record high of 14.75 a litre. Now, this is something that will um, undoubtedly uh, have, a, have an impact on household budgets. Um, it, we could see a situation where um, with households being forced to spend more money on petrol, uh, which, is, which is not a discretionary item, it means that they have less um, finances available to spend on other goods, you know, your more discretionary items, and, and that could have an impact on, on the retail sector as well. Um, in terms of, of what fuel price dynamics mean for inflation, this, this sharp rise that we have seen through the course of recent months is starting to add up. And, and fuel price inflation has also kept higher to levels close to 15% year-on-year, and fuel is quite a significant weighting in the CPI basket. So um, these fuel price increases will no doubt exert some topside pressure on inflation um, in the months to come. And I, I think for the time being, the fuel price dynamics just reinforces um, the view that local interest rates are likely to remain unchanged in the short term, especially since the Saab has has recently flagged both the RAND as well as high oil prices as factors that are posing topside risks to inflation. So unfortunately, even though we have seen this pullback in oil in recent sessions, um, the damage has already been done in terms of, of how it will affect uh, consumer pockets, especially in conjunction with the weaker RAND. Well, we'll leave it there for today. Thank you so much, Jana van Deventer from ETM Analytics.